Hello and welcome to the Joe Moffitt Show. I am your host, Joe Moffitt, coming to you live. All the same live. What I said, baby, I said all the way live. From the Joe Mo Studios over here in the beautiful city of Enid, Oklahoma, where man, oh man, oh man, it is actually a beautiful day out here. This weather has been crazy, but it's actually been calmed down finally and whatnot. Um, happy to be on here with you crazy ass guys and girls and monkeys and Geranosauruses. Uh, what the fuck? Geran the fuck is a Geranosaurus? I think that's a um, dinosaur from the Geranimals collection. Uh, I'm not really sure. Fuck y'all and everything y'all believe in, you sons of bitches. Uh, I'm back uh, again um, for like the third or fifth time. I don't fucking know, you know, shit. Y'all gonna start treating me like that uncle that just arrived at very important, you know, occasions like weddings and funerals just to get drunk and bounce. And, you know, I'm trying not to be that nigga, but, you know. And in all honesty, it's taken me a little while to kind of get a grasp on um, certain things that I kind of talked to you guys about on the last episode. I did started doing some things to help out the, the mental health of, of myself and, and those around me. I want to thank my family and, and all of my friends uh, that have supported me through this. You guys have no idea. If it weren't for y'all, I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't be trying to help myself or trying to do better because in many cases I wouldn't know where to begin um, and it has been you guys' support day in and day out that has helped me get to this place and for that you, you definitely have my, 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 my warmest thanks um, <clears throat> and I, I'm gonna take this episode to talk about mental illness. And it's not even, I, I don't want to just harp on mental illness, but, but more or less of actions that are committed by people that are so damn heinous that that is hard to fathom. You know, th these are the things when we sit here and talk about it and say, oh my God, this world is going to hell. I saw a post the other day said, what if we're already in hell and we're just, you know, if you make it through this, you can make it through anything. You know? I've heard people say that that, that humans are, are, are built and, and are a force of energy. That energy in that body, energy never dies. It transfers to another host. So you kind of got to wonder if them same negative and positive en energies are getting passed around, you know. It doesn't surprise me when heinous things happen. I know that sounds like, you know, in some cases, I expect them, but I mean, you know, I'll give an example. Um, I work with a very sweet lady. Um, she She's a grandmother. She's a mother. She's a, a generally nice person, you know. Um, and she has an outlook on life, in my opinion, that is one that is so pure and doe-eyed you have no idea and she she says this all the time when you know 
when when actions are committed by those that either you know are our clientele and then so on and so forth when they commit actions and atrocities towards us she is first reaction every time is disbelief she cannot believe that has happened she cannot believe that has taken place the problem with that is you can't be shocked when bad shit happens it's going to happen okay I'm not going to say in every circumstance that something bad is going to happen not at all but I'm not going to say it's all going to be peaches and, and cakes and pies all the goddamn time. I don't give a damn who you are. You're going to have a bad fucking day. People have bad days all the time. Okay? How you handle those bad days and coordinate yourself is the difference between being a good person and being an asshole. I got tired of being an asshole. Okay? I had accepted myself as who I was entirely too much to the point where I was hurting myself. Not physically, but more mentally. I was not helping myself by telling myself that this is who I am and everybody should accept it. Sometimes you do have to take a step back and be like, hey, this is who I am. I'm not terrible. But I'm not the best. I'm going to have bad moments. I'm a fucking human being. I'm literally literally taking these pills for the benefit of others. If it was me, I wouldn't give a shit. But in the same breath, that wouldn't help me. It wouldn't help me get anywhere. Other than possibly in trouble or worse. You know? I'm scared to walk around. My, I can't even walk around with my cell phone in my pocket in my hand now for fear that somebody's going to roll up and shoot me in my back seven times. This is the world that we live in. If a white teacher shows interest in my child, I got to worry how much this teacher wants to fuck my child. I, I shouldn't have to do that. But this is the world we live in. These are the things that we do. Hello, our, the president of the United States is a whoremonger. Okay? He fucks... Everybody is sitting here losing their mind about Trump fucking prostitutes. Bitch, he was in a porno. Hello? He was in a pornographic film. But nobody is paying attention to that shit. No, they want to pay attention to the porn star that he fucked in a hotel room somewhere when his, when his wife, you know, got tired of his ugly ass because, you know, she was only for paid pussy too. That raggedy bitch probably didn't know nothing about a goddamn Donald Trump. Probably still don't know shit about Donald Trump. All she knows is she with a nigga that's tricking her ass for money. As soon as the money run out, her ass is out. Hell. Donald Trump did the one thing to keep that pussy as close as he could. Made her one of the most well-known faces on the planet. And every time you see that bitch, she look dumb than a motherfucker. Shit. Hey, I don't even know why the hell they take all talk shows and shit and ask her questions of her opinion about shit. She ain't even from here. She don't know how shit work in America. She don't know shit about real America. That hooker, that hooker literally got drew, flew over here on a jet. This bitch been wine and dying her whole experience in America. She don't know nothing about hardship in fucking America. 
people ask me, do I think Trump is a good president? I'd be like, bitch, I don't even think his wife is a good first lady. How the fuck do I think he going to be a good president? What is wrong with y'all? Seriously. This is the bullshit we're being fed. That's how everybody can sit here, get away talking about, I'm shocked when crazy shit happened. No, baby. This shit don't shock me. I'm not surprised. This ain't... Nigga, teachers been fucking students for years. This is not nothing new. But yet, this shit has been like a rash all over television. Every time I get on Facebook and look at a damn news feed, at least once a day, there's a story about some fine-ass teacher taking advantage of some boo-boo-headed-ass fucking student and fucking his brains out for an extended period of time until the ignorant-ass got caught because this nigga went bragging to his homeboys. And then it's a bunch of bullshit because guess what? Now you're going to have a goddamn teacher got to go to jail. We got to pay taxes on that. Then they're going to show up school to sue the school district because the school district going to have to pay out some money for his mental stability and all this other shit, even though we all know his little ass was getting some pussy. I know the mother's out here going to get mad at me, but give me a second. By the way, James Marquette, I am not taking your side on this. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. I'm just calling the bullshit circumstances. I get what you were saying earlier, but bruh. Okay, hold on. Let me take a step back. Let me rewind real quick. Okay, let's grab my phone, because that's where my notes are. Uh, shout out to Lavelle Harris, his uh, new comedy uh, CD, I Ain't, is available on Amazon, as well as his book is available on Amazon as well. Check that out. Uh, here we go. Ohio teacher molested her black foster son and had his baby as crimes went on for years despite red flags. Ohio teacher is admitted to molesting her foster son over a three-year period and having a baby fathered by the boy. Laura Lynn Cross, who is 37 years old, a high school teacher in Akron, Ohio. She started grooming, grooming this young man in 2012. Around 2011 and 2012. Grooming this young man letting him go to her house and go swimming, even let this, look, 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 look. She was allowed to let this little boy come over to her house and spend the night at your teacher's house. Hold on, bitch. Whoa, 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 whoa. She ain't got no other kids, no husband, no memo and pawpaw staying at the house. Nobody there but her. And these dumbass niggas gonna sit here and let their baby go over to this grown-ass woman house with no other kids, no other faculty members, no other staff members, not for a special school event, not for something that was supposed to be done for homework. Just let this nigga go over there and go swimming, taking his clothes off and shit at this grown-ass woman house. Hello? Here's the funny part. Peep this shit. They said this went on for three years. Somebody lying. Because this this is, she said, she started grooming the boy by inviting him to her house to go swimming and then got him to start staying overnight. 
Cross later got the boy's mother and a court approved partial and a court to approve partial parental custody so he could move into her home where she would quote unquote mentor him. This shit started in 2012 when the father of the boy went to the police concerned about the teacher. Nobody said anything. 2015, nobody said anything. They said something about it in 2015. June 2015, the boy's mother also went to the police about the affair. This bitch was walking around pregnant. This heifer is pregnant with one nigga in her life. Only one man that she is showing evidence with her in her life and she just magically becomes up pregnant? Really, bitch? When that baby came out black December 2015, nobody said a motherfucking thing? Really, bitch? You want me to believe this shit? I'm a father. Try me again. I'm a real father. Try me again. My nigga. She gave a birth to a black baby with only one nigga in arm's reach distance. Then she turned around and then put the baby up for adoption. She didn't get charged with a goddamn crime till August of last year. And then even then when the police finally, after what looks like five fucking years, of trying to get something done. Somebody finally hits a stroke of genius and figure out how to bring charges up on this bitch. But then the son was like, no, I'm protecting my pussy. They had to catch the son on fucking recording. Come on, man. This is... Mm. When the little nigga should have never been, go over, been allowed to go over there in the first place. What is going on with my black parents? What's happening, y'all? Somebody tell me what the fuck is going on in the black community. I didn't had my say in the white community. Now I'm coming for us. What's going on? I read a story about a young black man in Houston, Texas with over 20 college scholarships, offers, and everything. My stepdaughter in the other room. Black excellence. She gonna be the first black valedictorian at her school this year. How fucking psyched I am for that shit, even though they keep trying to force her to shed with this little white boy, who she's also going to the prom with, but you know. But she's still having to shed with him and he ain't taking classes harder than hers. Y'all know how pissed off I am about that shit. But baby girl is content. So I can't say nothing. I can't say that is bullshit because if I say it's bullshit, she going to get mad at me and I don't want my baby mad at me. I don't want my kiddo mad and upset with me. So I keep my fucking mouth shut for her benefit. Except for when we on here. Now what go on on here, this, this, you know, this daddy's house. Say whatever the fuck I want. I'm not happy about the shit. But what can I do about it? There are thousands of stories you read every day about amazing accolades that these black children are going out and building legacies that will build black excellence and build a foundation that will push black people to new heights that we have never seen.
And then I hear the story of Anaya Day Derrick. I told some people I wasn't pulling no punches today. I told some people that I was pulling some punches today. I told one person that I didn't know what way I wanted to go with this show no more because it's barely been funny. I know you guys are tired and not me not being funny and then I, I get it. You know, but if I see something, I gotta say something. You kids in high school, remember me saying this to you. When you see something, open your fucking mouth and say something. I stand with the children who are protesting, who want a safer world. But I do not stand for the ones who's out there protesting just to get out of class. I do not stand with the ones who bullied the same child but they want to sit in and cry on the news you know because something bad has happened y'all asses should have said something open your fucking mouths okay once again I am a father I am not here to play favorites and I think that's what's wrong every time somebody say something about these kids you know let, you know, like the, the lady sat there and, and, and clown a little boy which she deserved to get her ass toasted you know but I, I'm going to be the one to sit in and say this out loud. Make sure that what is your end game? You protesting, you standing in the street, you talking all your shit. Now what? But before I can really truly go there, I have to talk about this baby. I've been sitting on this story for two weeks now and I've been researching the hell out of it. It has bothered me to my core. To the, the, the very depth of myself, everything inside of me hurt when I saw Anaya's father, Michael, sitting in that courtroom, broken, beyond repair. I didn't cry though. I noticed these pills that I'm on, they don't they have no room for crying. <laughs> they, they really or orgasm for that matter, but that's another story. But they really don't have no room for crying. I didn't cry. I got angry. And it was the first time I can say in my life I, I saw something like that in reference to a child, because you guys know my past. This is one of the first times that, that that hurt and seeing that pain that that man was going through. I, I didn't think, oh my God, this is terrible. I thought, where can I go in that town, get arrested, go into that prison and beat the shit out of the dude who did that to that baby? That's what I want to do. I, wanna, I, I thought of cracking his motherfucking skull open against the goddamn concrete bench and watching this nigga bleed uncontrollably. That's what the fuck I thought. Because the only thing I could think to myself was this had to be the reaction this motherfucker had every time he put his hands on that baby. Nigga named Deontay Lewis. If you ever get to touchdown on ground again, I will never forget your name. And 
And on the day of release, you better believe it's going to be somebody looking for your ass. Both of them motherfuckers deserve to die in prison. Period. For what they did to that baby. But once again, just like the case I talked about earlier, there's always two, three, four, six, seven fucked up sides to these stories. Every fucking time, it never fucking fails. Why is it that the daycare center can call the DHS office on five different fucking okay, no, 12 different fucking occasions and no one take their child out of the home. Explain this to me. Are our government officials so motherfucking useless that they can't do the basic job of doing what's right for a child? I don't understand what the fuck this is all about. You can't explain this to me. You can't get me to get you can't get me to understand this shit. Let me tell you why. Two thousand and seven, two thousand eight, two thousand seven. I went to go visit my son in Houston, and baby boy, Jesus, my son looked like he had been fighting for his life. He's tired, worn out. His lips was all, skin on his lips was all cracked, chafed. He lived in Houston, so you know, there's no excuse for this. He smelled reeked of urine. His 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 his, his child Carsey reeked of urine. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to respond to this. I didn't know how to comprehend that if your ass can't take care of my motherfucking child, that my motherfucking child gonna be with motherfucking me and he will be motherfucking fine. I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't understand. But what I could do, what I did, is put them people in a life. Sorry, honey. I know you already knew, but I was the one that called CPS on your ass. Because when I picked up my baby from your possession, and he looked like he had been corked up and bottled in a warm glass of his, you better believe it, bank it, and put it on everything I love. I was pissed off beyond compare. So I, yeah, I called CPS. Wasn't nothing I could do. They didn't let me do a damn thing. They went into the home. They investigated the situation. They called me back. They said, Mr. Moffitt, we did speak with her in reference to the conditions of the homes and the sleeping and living arrangements of the children. However, the children are happy and healthy. Well, the child is happy and healthy. So, therefore, they...
and they would allow my child to continue to live in filth and piss and filth and form form filth as long as they wanted to. Well, let me rephrase. They did say they did advise her to um, quote unquote uh, clean up the house and, and get her shit together. And then, you know, her mother in law got involved and, and she made sure that they, you know, shit was right. My son been right ever since. I have not had a worry in my heart ever since because I've made sure to check up, double check, triple check, cartridge check. I make sure he has his needs, his wants, and everything else. It's harder to do now because he's in Atlanta. But see, I, I'm going to tell you, like I told y'all before, I'm a father. Do you hear me? Father. I pay the child support willingly. Father. I contacted DHS in reference to my child support. Because I wanted to make sure it wasn't no bullshit going on to make sure that I was covering and taking care of my son and covering my ass at the same time. I might be. Some people say that I'm wrong for saying I was covering my ass, but fuck you. My ass is the only thing I got, so covering it is my priority, bitch. I know you niggas don't like that, and as a fuck that I ain't got, guess what? I ain't got one to give. You niggas better get this shit straight. I said I'm back for the fifth time. That mean I already been here before. Hold that shit down. <laughs> Hold that shit down and tell them again. But the atrocities that took place in Ohio, both of those cases I have mentioned, both with the cross lady and with the nine day Garrett, all both took place in Ohio. I don't know what the fuck going on in Ohio. Shit's getting crazy in fucking Ohio. I'm serious. What the fuck is, can we get some grown-ass men to go up there and fuck grown-ass women in Ohio? A nigga want to go out and beat up a child, but I bet his bitch ass wouldn't have done that shit to the father. You know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 if, if you're finding the need to attack these children, you need to take them children and let them be somewhere else. Because this wasn't just Deontay Lewis. See, Deontay Lewis was the boyfriend. The mother's name was Sierra. A two-bit piece of shit thought from the videos and the pictures I hadn't seen from the hoe. And yeah, I'm calling her a hoe. And anybody got a problem with anything me calling her, I triple dog dag you to come at me, bruh. Low down, chip to, bucket head, right mouth, slew-footed ass, ten-cent hoe. When you ain't got the goddamn common sense to take care of your motherfucking baby in my eyes and is the eyes of what should be everybody in this motherfucker. Use a low down, 10 cent, slew foot, rot mouth, chip tooth, once a month bleeding ass hoe. Fuck you up the snot locker, you ignorant fuck. I know that ain't the death penalty, but bitch, I was shooting every one of them motherfucking nails at your ass. Cacao, 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 cacao.
to the brother Michael Garrett. One father to another. I I live every day without being able to see my son. It's hard. It drives me. Reason why I'm back doing this. You know? It pushes me to be better than I was yesterday. Only because when I get to see him, I want to be able to give him my all. Even if it's for a little while, I want to be able to give him my all. Because right now, and in some cases, that may be all he wants. It's just me. I still got a son that's at that age of, 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 of wanting to sit back and watch cartoons and eat cereal wake up early on a Saturday morning and hang out, eat breakfast, have fun, you know, be a kid. And I'm with that. I'm with that 100%. But as God wills and blesses me, I know that I'll get to see my son. I know at the end of May, between the 24th and the 31st, my brother's going to be walking off that plane and he's going to be so happy to see me. He'll be three times more happy to see his sister, but that's another story. Brother, that, that's not a plane, it's not a bus, it's not a train. That'll ever beat you back to your life. I don't know why somebody would do that but brother I want you to know that we here at the Joe Maffa show the Mama Key Productions family you are in our prayers I had to start praying again brother just to start praying for you again I had to stop praying until I heard I would have to, you and I said, I, I, if there's one reason I need to call on God, I got to call on God and ask him to lay his hands on this man. And if there's a God up there, I ask and pray that you lay hands on that man because I wouldn't know how to begin to fathom and understand that. I know me. I know me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And he way better than I could ever be. That's for real. I know me. Mm-hmm. My ass would have been my ass would have been three layers under the jail from there where they ass was after I got through with them. <laughs> you think I'm playing? Mm-hmm. Ugh, that just I feel for you. Be praying for you. And One day, it may stop hurting. I doubt it. I don't know when it's going to be. I don't know where it's going to come from. 
but you will feel some sort of peace. And that is when you know that he got you and he always got you. But I am so sorry. You know, even outside the Anaya Garrett case, I'm not calling her Anaya Day Garrett anymore, it's Anaya Garrett. I'm calling her by her father. But there were two other cases I had heard about, along with a video that I saw of a woman in a Jeep Cherokee dropping her kids off and driving away from a car wash. And it was so fucking horrible because she put the baby out in the car seat and the baby could walk but they had the baby bunkered in the car seat and the baby was trying to run back to the car with the car seat strapped to his back. The son, the other baby was trying to chase down the car not knowing that that person in that car is a low down piece of shit and, and it's terrible because all that child knows that's the one person that's supposed to love them that's the one person that's supposed to take care of them that is the one person that is supposed to make sure that they never want or need for shit and some of you sorry low-down motherfuckers is not doing your goddamn job. If you know you's a sorry motherfucker and you know that you ain't got no business being around a child, you take that baby that you didn't call yourself bringing into this world and let that baby go and have a better chance and a better life somewhere else. I commend that raggedy bitch in Ohio who was fucking that little boy for one thing. She knew she was a low-down piece of shit, and she knew she needed that goddamn baby. She didn't need to be the one raising that baby. That's why she put it up for adoption. That's the one goddamn thing I can say out of that whole situation That's that, that could make me say, well, maybe she ain't a complete piece of shit. That she know that she had brought an innocent child into this world and it didn't deserve to be raised by a low-down fucking child molester. And the back date to the information that I was delivering to my dear friend here a moment ago, the key word to this whole situation concerning uh, Mrs. Cross, Miss Cross, is simply this. That hoe was molesting a child. That child, I don't give a damn how much he loved pussy and clothes and everything else that she was probably buying for his ass to keep his mouth shut while sucking his dick at the same. I know how fucked up those situations can be, sir. I get it 100%, but I don't give a fuck. That child was underage, period, point blank. That bitch has committed a crime and her ass is there to be put up under and through the goddamn jail. I don't give a motherfuck who the fuck thought it how good it felt and how much he fucking enjoyed it. His ass is a child. A child that eat and enjoy Halloween candy and if you ain't made sure that shit got raisins in it, he gonna fuck his mouth up too. 
It is our responsibility to protect these children. The problem is ain't nobody out here protecting these children. There was no one there to help Anaya Garrett. Nobody. There was nobody to help the young man to keep him away from that nasty-ass teacher. They sat there and signed the papers and let his ass go. We have got to start doing better and doing more due diligence to making sure that we are doing what is best for these babies. Because right now, on a scale of 1 to 10, some of you motherfuckers ain't even doing a 2. And 2 is the level of bullshit. You ain't even reaching the level of bullshit. What you do when you take a number two, you take a shit. That's shit. You ain't even at the level of shit. If you can't hit the level of shit, you ain't shit, shit. Bullshit ass nigga don't know, man. Uh-uh. Y'all, I had a nigga try to explain fuckery to me today. Niggas, you crazy? I got more fuckery in my toenail than half of you motherfuckers got in your entire existence. Don't you dare. But after this one, a motherfucker gonna make sure to double check that check for it, write it out to my ass, because you better make sure you can cash it, you son of a bitch. Now that I have everybody's divided attention, it is time for us to start protecting these children. And one of the biggest ways I'm going to start helping is that the Joe Moffat Show is officially going to become a partner of the Soy Foundation here in Oklahoma. It is sponsored by my very, very good comedian friend, Mr. Uh, Lavelle Harris. He is the, the not only the spokesperson, but the chairman and CEO of the organization. They do a lot of great work to help these kids that have been in abusive situations and, I mean, Vail has had to bury more children than he can count. The children that don't get a news story. The children that don't make it on the news feed. The children who father don't even, didn't even find. <laughs> These are the children who fathers don't even know their babies is dead sometimes. And if they do, they don't give a damn. You know how fucked up that is, man? We have got to start doing more to protect these children. And what I'm going to do is in the coming weeks, I will be planning a form. This form is going to include Mr. Harris. Uh, I'm bringing in, I want to have BJ and a few other guests. And to just have an a, a open discussion on what we can do to protect these children because right now our children are being hurt our children are being used our children are being abused and we are not doing a goddamn thing about it it makes no sense that Anaya Garrett is dead when them people had 15 cases all you needed was one my father was never labeled as an abuser up to the date that I showed up to my school 
at Fondren Middle School in Houston, in Texas, buried and covered in bruises. I was six feet deep, it felt like, in pain and weight that was on me because I could still feel every mark. But I had somebody who stepped up and they fucking protected me. They saw a child in distress and they helped me. I can't understand why the fuck this is not happening today. And that's what we're going to talk about. Because this has got to stop. And it's not just the... The Soy Foundation can't save everybody. Save Our Children can't save everybody. These charitable organizations and police and all this, they can't save everybody. It starts with us. If you knew that boy was beating that little girl, you should have been over there beating his motherfucking ass. And I'm talking about dragging that motherfucker out in the street. Y'all can call me wrong all you want. If it prevented that baby from being uh, where she is today, I'm down with it. Drag that motherfucker out in the street. Beat the fucking brakes off of him. When the neighbors want to run out and ask what he did, tell the neighbors what he did. Because guess what they need to start doing? Fucking his sorry ass up too. I'm sorry, there are not enough of us as human beings that are taking responsibility. And if somebody won't take for goddamn responsibility for the children, bitch, I will. Feel free to let me know of some son of a bitch that's abusing some child. And then tell me about the organizations around them, the police departments and whatnot they ain't doing a damn thing about it. I bet you when I roll up in that bitch, they gonna do something about it. See, y'all ain't nothing up for me enough. Mm-mm. Vail pushed the envelope. Y'all ain't nothing up for me enough. Mm-mm. Because I'm tired of hearing these cases. I'm sick of it. It don't make no damn sense that these children don't get a chance to be like my kids. I see my, I, I, I see my daughter in there. He's my stepdaughter. But them my babies. I got both of them in the other room. You better believe if anything ever happened to them. I'm going to burn it all down, baby. <laughs> anything happened to my baby. And that's... Yeah. I, I, uh-uh. Uh-uh. You ain't doing enough for me. I know they say they're doing the right thing, but you know something? <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Hmm. Don't get it twisted. Some of us are making excuses for these children, knowing that their asses is wrong. Like out in Bigsby, Oklahoma, with them four little boys and sat there and, 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 and sexually molested that little boy with a pool stick. And they fucking lawyers gonna sit here and say that. Oh, it, it's oh, they were just being playful young men. I fuck on a regular basis. I am very playful when I fuck on a regular basis. 
I fuck my wife on a regular basis. She likes being playful when we fuck on a regular basis. If she go towards my ass, ho, we ain't playing no more. That ain't playing. That ain't being playful. There ain't nothing fun about that. So when you bullshit popcorn fart ass attorneys want to write these dumbass defenses, make sure you ain't got a real nigga standing outside the courtroom. Uh, point of order, what the fuck are you talking about? They stick a pool stick up that young man's ass and he didn't feel right about it, but yo sorry, all oh, that was just playful. Really, bitch? You really think I'm going to be the one falling for that shit? These police still don't know how to fucking act. How can you take a man a jail in jail alive that you know has killed people, but you can't take a man in jail alive that's, sell, that's selling CDs? How can you take a man in jail that's killed somebody alive, but you can't take a man in jail just who took off running with a damn cell phone? How the hell can y'all let a man who killed nine people in a church ran from the police. Y'all asses not only found this motherfucker. Let him live. But took his ass to fucking Burger King. And yet we had the brother out there a few years ago in New York. Who got killed. For selling cigarettes. Alton Sterling selling CDs. Philando Castile was fucking going to work. How does a person selling CDs, selling fucking cigarettes, and going to work constitute being murdered? It makes no sense. You can't tell me that it's all right for an unarmed black man to be killed because he is having a bad trip on some damn drugs and the police felt the need to kill his ass with no fucking weapon. None. And then what kills me is these motherfuckers go back to work like nothing happened. They go back to work like no big deal. What? Motherfucker, you just killed somebody. And you can take your sorry ass back to Oh, that's right. No, you killed a black somebody. That My bad. My bad. Oops. I was tripping. You killed a black somebody. That's right. That's how that shit go. Don't think I don't know. Black man, black man. This is a call. This is a call to all y'all. Men. I can't say black men no more. That ain't enough. We need men. Men of all colors. Men of all races. Men of all flavors. Because... You know, we always think little white kids have good examples to look up to, but they don't. We always think just because they have the Bill Gates and 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 they they they, they had wonderful people and beautiful minds like Stephen Hawking, may he forever rest in peace. But that ain't enough. Okay? 
We need men to come together as brothers. But we need, and it's got to be a new military. And this military has got to be out to protect these children. It makes no sense. We have laws attempting to be written on the books to legalize pedophilia. You motherfuckers are proud of this shit. There are politicians trying to make this fucking happen right now. Look it up. It's fucking sick. Everybody always want to get distracted with Pizzagate and everything. And I get that, but I can't think about Pizzagate when, when I'm sitting here watching Nia Garrett being put in the ground. I can't sit and think about Pizzagate when 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 officers are, are, are killing, shooting black men seven times in the back. I can't look and fathom at, at what could be happening at some pizza place in New Jersey or wherever it was when, when young men are being coerced into moving into grown-ass women's houses and uses used as sexual devices. She used that young man as a sex slave. Something that white men have... White women kind of got that bad when it comes to black men. There's white women out here right now that want to fuck a black man with everything she got but don't want shit to do with that nigga after the fact just because of the fact that he was black she wanted to say she's with a black man. We are not a motherfucking... We are not a fucking fashion statement, bitch. This is not how this works. Okay? It blows my fucking mind how many, how many situations you hear about like this. Not really underage, but just... Women fucking niggas just for the benefit because they saying they with a black man. That's, man, be with a man and love him and take care of him. Some of you white women don't understand how hard it is for us to be black men. I mean, y'all turn around and want to treat us like white men. And then wonder why a nigga always got two or three of y'all around to help you get it right. Oh, shit. Look at him, look at him, look at him, look at him, look at him. I'm making a call to arms today. We need to start standing up for those that can't stand up for themselves. And that includes these children, that include these teenagers, that include these women, that include men who can't stand up for themselves. We need to start helping those that cannot help themselves. To hopefully start preventing some of these atrocities. Are you willing to help? If you are, my email is always open. JoeMoffitShow at gmail.com Feel free to send me a word and tell me what you'd like to do to help those that can't help themselves. And before I go, y'all know I got some ads. So here we go. Come out and see Joe Moffat live April 14th at Boondocks Tavern in Enid, Oklahoma, as well as April 28th at the Beverly, oh, sorry, Best Western in its suites in Okmulgee, Oklahoma. We also have shows coming up on June 14th, as well as June 28th at Muskogee in Muskogee, Oklahoma. Details, date, and times will be announced later. All shows will kick off at 9 o'clock with a $10 entry fee. And that's all for me. Ha! Also, I got Joe and Tank 
popping off next weekend in Tulsa. If anybody wants tickets, hit me up. I might be able to help you out. Uh, like I mentioned before, check out Lavelle's new video. I ain't sh- uh, recorded comedy special. And also be on the lookout for all the projects from Mr. Metaphoria, David Mott, uh, Random Rambling, Random Ramblings with Rob Podcast, Po Boys Podcast, The Naked Porch Podcast, um, J.M. Brady, and all of the wonderful shows and podcasts that I work with on a regular basis. Um, Comedian CC, uh, D So Funny, Mr. Larry Tibbs, uh, Damon Detroit, uh, Two Jennings, the list goes beyond. Julie, uh, Lenny, um, thank you guys so much for all of the help that you've helped me with in, in doing this comedy thing. And anytime that you hear any of them names, Jocelyn Sharp, you hear any of them names and they in your town, make sure y'all go support them. Especially Oscar Pruitt, who has his live recording for his comedy DVD. Um, Get Out Your Minivan will be in Hol- at the Hollering Theater April 7th in Memphis, Tennessee. If you are able to get tickets to that show or able to vi- attend that show, please do because Oscar is fucking hilarious. He is one of the funniest comedians I've worked with so far and I have worked with a few. So, And uh, that's pretty much it, kiddos. Uh, it's almost 420, so you know I'm about to make myself look a little funny. I want to thank everybody for listening to the Joe Moffat Show. I am your consummate host, Joe Moffat. You can't ask me about next week now because I really don't know, babies. But I will let y'all know if I drop something. Y'all know it's going down and I'll post it on the feed as soon as it do. I thank you guys. Peace and love. Y'all, if you don't pray, pray for Michael Garrett today. Even if you don't pray, just, just... just take a moment and put that mind, that name on your mind and think of, of, of all the children that, that, that you could help just by opening your mouth. I am Joe Moffitt, and this is my show. You guys have a good one.